0: Welcome to InsideCatholicPhilly.com, where we explore the Catholic faith as it's experienced in church and in everyday life. I'm your host, Gina Christian, here with our editor, Matt Gambino, and along with our guests, we discuss the Catholic take on everything from sacraments and Sunday Mass to social media and sports, based on CatholicPhilly.com's award-winning news and commentary. Thanks so much for spending a few moments with us today here at CatholicPhilly.com. I'm your host, Gina Christian, here with our editor, Matt Gambino. Matt, good to have you with us. Hi there, Gina. And we're also delighted to have Eric Tamney in the studio with us. Eric is a seminarian at St. Charles Borromeo Seminary in Wynwood, Pennsylvania, where he's in his second year of theological studies. And as we begin our Lenten journey, he's here to give us a fresh take on the gospel for the first Sunday of Lent. Eric, welcome.
1: Thanks so much. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Well, it's a pleasure to have you. And before we dive into the scripture, Eric, can you tell us where you're from?
1: Sure. I am from Saints Philip and James Parish in Exton, a graduate of Bishop Shanahan High School and an Eagle Scout from Troop 105.
0: You left something out. You're also a podcaster.
1: Oh, that's right. I'm actually the producer of Seminary and Casual podcast, which we host out of St. Charles. And we put all of our content on semcasual.org which is a blog run by the students and priests there. So you can check it out, semcasual.org. You can find articles written by the seminarians, and that's where you'll find all our archived podcasts from The Tangent and our interview segment as well.
0: Excellent. So listen to us and listen to you. That's right. That works, that works. All right, well, let's break open the Word and see how the Spirit speaks to us. Matt, what is the Gospel passage for this Sunday?
1: For
2: this first Sunday of Lent, the Gospel passage is from Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 to 11. We find Jesus is in the desert... And he's been fasting for 40 days and nights while he's been at prayer, and he's hungry. And at that time, the devil appears to him with three temptations. Physical hunger, so he's being tempted with bread. He's being tempted with pride, and he's being tempted by violating the first commandment to worship alone, the one God. Jesus dismisses him, and then after, the devil leaves him, and angels come and care for or wait on
1: Jesus.
0: Eric, how does this speak to us today? And my first call out here is, do you think modern listeners, and I include Catholics in this, really think that there isn't a devil?
1: You know, they say that, you know, the best tactic of the devil was to convince people that he didn't exist. I think that was G.K. Chesterton who said that. And I think it's very true. I think that constantly we're under assault from forces that don't want us to grow closer to our Lord, that don't want us to understand our relationship with God the Father, and forces that don't want us to understand ourselves as sons properly, first and foremost. So to me, you know, this gospel strikes me as having a strong emphasis on relationship, on relationship and identity. Identity as sons of God, daughters of God, and as having an intimate relationship with the Father. We see that that Jesus has this relationship with the Father.
2: Do you think that relationship is the key where we learn that Jesus is, let's say, weakened from 40 days of fasting, and that's when the devil comes to him? The temptations come when he's at his weakest. Do you find that relationship is the key for people to deal
1: with the temptations they face? Absolutely. I mean, the first thing Jesus does is he turns to the scripture whenever he's tempted. But I, I love this this thing. We were taught in seminary that Jewish scholars— When they talk about the golden years of the history of the Israelites, kind of the good old days, you would think that it would be when they entered into the promised land, that this would be that time that they hearken back to. But actually, they say that it was the time in the wilderness, that the golden age was that time in the desert because they were so dependent on God for their very life that that was when they felt closest to him. And so in a remarkable way, the times that were toughest on the Israelites, the times when they felt most abandoned by God, was the time that they, they almost dreamed for. And I think that there's a parallel in our lives today. You know, we can we can look at those times in our lives when we feel abandoned, when we feel challenged, when there's trials and hopelessness. And we can think that these are times when we're furthest away from God. I don't know if you're familiar with that poem, The Footprints in the Sand, when the, the man looks back at his life, which is kind of this this series of footprints in the sand, and at times he sees two footprints, which are representative of Christ walking with him. And there are times when there's only one set of footprints. And he looks back when there's one set of footprints and he thinks, you know, oh man. I was so alone during those times. And when there's only one set of footprints, it coincides with those darkest moments of his lives. But when he turns to Jesus and he says, where were you? Jesus says, well, the reason that there's only one set of footprints was because it was then that I was carrying you. And it's it's really true. It's true in the history of the, the children of Israel, which is us, you know. And it's, it's true now that when we most are in need of God during those those hardest struggles of our lives is actually when God is closest. And I think that Lent is an opportunity for us to experience that closeness. Our own desert moment. Right, right, exactly. And that's that's what happens in the gospel. It's the Holy Spirit who leads Jesus into the desert.
0: Embrace the desert. Don't be afraid of it, because in those sands, you do see the footprints of God much more clearly in your life. Yeah, absolutely. That's great, Eric. Thank you so much for sharing your insights with us, your inner prayers as you journey through Lent and on your path to priesthood and podcasting. Oh, thank
1: you very much, Jesus. Gina, it's a pleasure. Thanks, God Matt. God bless. You're welcome.
0: God bless. So you've heard our thoughts, what about yours? Reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Catholic Philly or visit us online at catholicphilly.com. Thanks so much to Matt Gambino, the editor of catholicphilly.com. I'm your host Gina Christian, and until next time, may God bless and keep you
2: transforming lives that's what the society of st vincent de paul of philadelphia is all about called to service by our catholic values we work directly with our neighbors in need to help with the most basic necessities our lives are transformed as are hopefully those we serve visit svdp-phila.info to see how you can join with us to help that's svdp-phila.info
0: This podcast has been a production of CatholicPhilly.com, music by Dustin Taylor Phillips. For more information, visit us online at CatholicPhilly.com.